Rebecca, and we're thrilled that you have joined us today as we continue to talk about the family, talk about um, specifically the marriage today. We <coughs> have been married for over 25 years now, and uh, over these years, I counseled many people about relationships, and one of the things that many people don't understand is our roles, right. uh, the man's role and, and the wife's role in, in, a, in a marriage. But to start off, let's read Genesis 2, verse number 18. In Genesis 2, verse number 18, the Bible says, the Lord, And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helpmeet for him. And so God here made um, a helpmeet for Adam. And we have delineated over time certain aspects or certain things that we associate with man's roles and we associate other things with women's roles and that has overlapped and, and unfortunately it's not a biblical thing the, bibli the biblical thing that God created was man and when God created man he saw that it was not good for us men to be alone we need a help me we need someone to to help us and so he created a wonderful woman <laughs> and specifically for each of us yes and um as time has gone on, as we've heard people speak, particularly women, we can get very confused about what it is we need to do. Particularly if you're a Christian woman who truly wants to follow God. Now, if you have bought into what the world is teaching, um, you have no clue whatsoever what your role is. Um, you probably have taken on wearing the pants in the family, you're dominating everyone, and your life is miserable, quite frankly, quite miserable. Um, but as a Christian woman, it can be very confusing what help me means. Mm -hmm. And this has come about because we have so many wonderful ladies' conferences, and they are great things. In fact, we're about to have one here in Brazil. Um, I'm about to host our annual ladies' conference. But what has happened over the years is that well-meaning pastors' wives have gotten up to speak and kind of preached a, a dogmatic mantra of what you should do as a wife, particularly if you're the wife of a pastor, what your role should be. It's funny how we have added to the role of the pastor's wife things that are not found anywhere in the Bible mm -hmm. that have just come into play since, frankly, World War I right. um, when the home began to disintegrate. If you have done any studying, which I have, historical. historically, as to when did the family unit as we know it since I, and we might say since the beginning of time, but quite frankly, we've gone through this cycle before. The right. reason the Roman Empire fell wasn't because they lost power, it's because they became one giant homosexual petri dish, and uh, God will not bless it. Um, so it, this actually came up in England as well. So what we're seeing in society is not new. This is something coming around. But since the Victorian times, we've had a very fixed standard of what a marriage should be and it was a biblical point of view mm -hmm. which is a one man for one woman for life uh, the family being the strong nucleus when did that start to disintegrate again 
in the modern times? Well, it started at World War I, when our men left home to fight and the women went to work. Right. As soon as that happened, even though after World War I, the men came back, the women went back home, there was a dissatisfaction that was created in World War I that would bleed into World War II and then would pass on and we're back into the negative end of this cycle. Um, the good news for us, ladies, is that should the Lord tarry, this tends to come back around to a biblical worldview, but not before we hit some real, really bad, disgusting times, and we're seeing that coming. But because of that, in World War One, the role of the pastor's wife was altered dramatically. Very much so. As the men left the church, the women had to step up. Did you know that before World War One, traditionally men taught Sunday school, not women? Men had all the roles in the church, <laughs> and, and just recently, within the last 50 years, is when women have started dominating the Sunday school arena and that kind of thing. And, and it's, it's, anyhow, it, it, it has made a confusi confusing thing in, in the relationship of, of man and woman as a husband and wife as well. Yes, it has. Um, because of this odd transference from men being the predominant role players in our churches, we've now flip-flopped and women are the predominant role players in church. Mm -hmm. Men do very, very little. Now we have a hard time getting men into church. Right, and, and quite frankly, it's gotten to the point that in much of the world where they consider themselves post-biblical, post-Christianity era, um, which England, the, the head of the Church of England has stated they are post-Christian in England. And because of that, we see that predominantly in England, Canada, we are seeing a rise in women preachers as well. Mm -hmm. Now that little history is important to understand why then we as women in the church are confused about our role. Um, you might think that had nothing to do with my marriage. Why did you tell me that? Well, actually, <laughs> it has redefined in an anti-biblical way what our role is and well-meaning Christian women have stood up and dogmatically said this is what you need to do particularly if you're the pastor's wife and I know that there are pastor's wives out there that are quite frankly burned out because the role given them is beyond biblical is beyond human <laughs> what is expected of a pastor's wife these days and even lay wives, even though we give them much more freedom than we give pastors' wives, we have confused people with what, what does help me even mean? I don't think we even really comprehend what that means anymore. We've put a lot of weird things to it, and a lot of times it's not what you think it is. Right. We have, we have the association that the woman's supposed to be in the kitchen, and the woman does all the cooking, the woman does the house cleaning, the man does this and that, the man takes out the trash, the man does uh, other other aspects outside of the home, he doesn't do much inside the house. And and all that's fine and dandy to a certain degree. Um, however, God created every man different. God created every man with a, a specific purpose for his life. And whether you're a pastor like I am, or a missionary like I am, or you're not, uh, is irrelevant. God has a purpose for your life. If you're a, a lawyer, if you're a doctor, if you're a mechanic, if you're a trash collector, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. God has a purpose for your, your specific life. And He created all of us to fulfill a specific purpose. And He gave us the capacities and the abilities that we would need 
of course we need to develop and we need to grow in, our, in all aspects but uh, he gave us the starting point so that we could provide or so that we could do um, the will of God for, for our lives right and so he created man and in Genesis we saw that he cre uh, it's not good that man be alone we cannot do God's purpose for our lives by ourselves it's very rare that a, a man a single man can do God's will for his life now there are exceptions very small very few of them mm -hmm. um, but God created man to do a specific job to do a specific purpose that God created for him and he created a woman to fulfill the holes to fulfill the needs of that man to help him fulfill God's will, uh, will for his life and so each woman is going to be help is going to be a help meet to her husband in in different ways now yes there are, are certain aspects that every wife you know can help their husband uh, you need to obviously all wives need to respect their husbands all wives need to love their husbands all wives you know there are things that all of us need to be doing but depending on the role God has for the man and depending on the man's abilities talents capabilities and lack thereof uh, de determines or helps determine th how the wife is going to be a better help me right exactly so let's get a little practical here um, when <laughs> obviously I'm a pastor's wife I'm a missionary's wife um, not just a pastor's wife a missionary wife is slightly <laughs> unique because we're in a in a different culture than right. we are used to so that creates challenges that um, you wouldn't necessarily have in a home culture. Mm -hmm. But when I was new at this, I would listen to sermons, not sermons, I would listen to ladies <laughs> teaching us at a ladies conference. And one lady would stand up and say, um, now you need to be a secretary, you need to do this, 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 and all these different things in the secretarial realm. And the next lady was like, you need to go get an outside job and support him financially. And the next lady was like, um, I don't do anything at my church. I sit in the back row. And I would get very confused. So let's get down to brass tacks. As a couple, as a wife, you need to understand this is not a doormat position. This mm -hmm. is an exalted position. Yes. The fact that you can get your man going in the right direction and really get him to succeed is amazing. You have that power and ability to either make him succeed amazingly or to fail miserably. And frankly, that affects your life dramatically. So the right. choice is yours. Get with it, ladies. So you need to figure out what is it that, number one, what is it God called your husband to do? Mm -hmm. Are, is your husband a chef? Then guess what? You might need to stay out of the kitchen and keep your mouth shut <laughs> and let him cook. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't want to cook because he's cooked all day at his job and he doesn't want to cook. Well, then figure out what he needs. Is your husband an accountant? Okay. What does he need from you? Maybe he needs you to be the one that just manages the money he gives you well instead of being silly about it um is your husband a welder my brother is a welder okay at the end of the day he probably needs just peace 
and calm and a good meal and hot bath. I don't know. I'm not sure. That's up to his wife to figure out. My husband is a missionary. So what, do, what have I discovered that he needs? He needs the laundry to get done. He needs me to not be his secretary. We tried that. Disaster. <laughs> not a good idea. That's not my role. Now, the lady who told me that, I happen to know her husband and I know her church. Um, uh, they actually support us. And that lady, her husband, more than anything, needed a secretary in his life. He is so happy with her. I think they've been married 50 some odd years. <laughs> so he needed a secretary. My husband doesn't need a secretary. That didn't work for us. What does your husband need? This requires some research on both parts. Right. The husband needs to know <laughs> what it is God wants him to do. And, and this can be a, a trial and error. Yes. But what needs to happen is, is you need to together, work together, mm -hmm. and of course the husband has a final say, obviously. The Bible gives us that. Mm -hmm. That r great responsibility. It's not. A, it's not a. That's it's not, not a even a privilege. Play. That's no. that's a great responsibility mm -hmm. for us to have the final final call and the final decision making process. But as as the man, um, we need to decide or we need to find. We need to uh, see our weaknesses and be willing to admit those weaknesses, and have our wife, if if it, especially if it's a, a strength of hers be able to fill in and to help that aspect. My father is horrible with finances. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, and therefore, they wisely handed the finances over to my wife, or my, my, my mother. <laughs> yeah, um, not your wife. <laughs> and however, in our relationship, I take right. care of the finances. My wife does it. I hate math. <laughs> mm -hmm. hate it. My wife won't touch the finances. Now, is it, is it wrong that my father's not in charge of finances and my mother was in charge? Of course not. That's what my father needed. That's not what I needed. Right. So it's it's not right. It'd be wrong actually if my wife took over the finances, mm -hmm. because it wouldn't be a help me to me. So we need to see, as a as a married couple, you need to decide. You need to discern. Uh, you need to learn. Mm -hmm. you know, what what aspects will better fulfill the marriage? Right. See who's stronger in this. He see who's stronger in that. See who prefers this. Who prefers that. And and build roles or give give. Uh, as the man, give your wife responsibility, give her that authority to do what she needs to do to help you. Mm. Uh, my dad has given my mother complete authority over, over the finances. And yes, she'll come to him for, for decisions in the finances, but she completely runs it. And, and the man, to be able to also do this, he has to let go of his pride mm. and give mm. that responsibility and let her run with it and let her do it. Yes, she needs to be willing to, to follow whatever he, he determines there to help the, the, the marriage and help the, fam right. uh, the family and all that kind of stuff. But each wife and each man, you need to learn yourselves. Mm -hmm. And Peter, we learn that the man is supposed to uh, love his wife with understanding. And, and the same thing is true with the wife. The wife is supposed to understand the husband. And we as a married couple, we need to learn what, first of all, what God's will for our life is. Mm -hmm and what we need to do to accomplish that. And then whatever needs to be done to accomplish that, we need to discern and we need to decide how are we gonna accomplish this better as a unit. Right. Not individually. Uh, man, you need your woman, you need your wife, mm -hmm. and, and she is there to help you and she will help you if you allow her to. 
on the other hand, the wife needs to be willing to help as well. And it's not a set thing. It's not, okay, wife, you have to cook. Wife, you have to do this. It's not necessarily that. Uh, my, my wife's uncle, Yes, he does all the cooking in the house. He's an amazing cook. The, the, the wife doesn't want, he doesn't want her to. He wants to cook himself. And so that's, that's, we often look at that and think, oh my goodness, the wife's not cooking. No, that's, she's being helped me. He needs her to do other things. Mm -hmm. And so she does other things and they have a fantastic marriage. They do. She doesn't touch the kitchen. But she does a little bit, but barely. And they have a great marriage. Uh, why? Because they, they've not associated this is the man's roles, period, and this is the woman's roles, right. period. No. This is a marriage, and as this married couple, this is what's going to help our marriage. Right. Okay. Is a man... It, teamwork, exactly. Is a man going to be better off doing the finances, or is the woman going to be better off doing the finances for the couple, for the married, for that specific marriage? Mm -hmm. Or who's going to be... Who's, how is it going to help more uh, in the kitchen? Mm -hmm. And, and you got to discern, you got to learn uh, your mate's strengths, weaknesses, and work together to be able to, 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 to be a help meet and to be able to accept some help as well. Often men are too prideful and, and, and they, they want to do it all themselves yeah. and, and or the wife wants a career and is more interested in her own uh, development and advancements than, than the marriage than God's will for their lives. So it's not a, a specific thing, you need to do this woman or you need to do this man. No, it's biblically, what is God's, first of all, God's will for your life. After you've discerned that, because if you don't know that. There's, there's no way to figure out where you need to go. Right. And it leaves a very frustrated group of people. Yes. So if you're both running in different directions, you got your career, she has her career, you're gonna have a frustrated marriage. Yes. Uh, you're not going to be help meet to each other. You're not going to. You're not going to solidify your marriage. Uh, the big thing is you need to know God's will for your life as a couple, and that's primarily the man. The man, uh, you're a unit. You're one. You're one flesh. God's teaching us that, and so whatever God has designed for your unit, you then get together and see how both of you together uh, are going to make that happen for God's glory. Right. So get on the same page figure out what direction God has your lives going and also what direction you want to take your family. Without direction, you can't build a goal. Right. And from that, determine what are your strengths and weaknesses and then accommodate that into being the help me as a wife. Mm -hmm. um, and that will vary dramatically depending on each couple. Mm -hmm. um, not any two couples are alike and not any two couples will have the exact same roles played out. So be aware of that. Don't get frustrated because you heard at a ladies conference um, a certain aspect of marriage and you think, oh, I'm not doing that. I must not be a good wife. Well, probably you're not doing that because your husband actually didn't need that. So just be aware of these things. Don't discard everything you learn, obviously. Right. But, but so, work uh, it into your marriage mm -hmm. as it it needs to be for the couple to mm -hmm. survive and do well. Right, right. And there's more we could talk about this, but our time is running out. So mm -hmm. thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, we hope we've been a help. And if there's anything else uh, we can be a help with, uh, please go ahead and email us at um, buildingfamiliesinthefaith at gmail.com. And we'd love to answer any, uh, any questions you might have or any subjects you might want us to, to talk about, about. Thank you so much again, and hope you join us next week. Yeah.